Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis podcast. This is a podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. Today, I have been doing some thinking about a pretty big question, which is, do you need a partner to be happy? Do you need a partner to feel fulfilled in life? Or without a partner, a loving partner, you know, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a sexual partner, without that role being filled in your life, can you even achieve happiness? Can you even achieve any sense of fulfillment? So I want to start off by saying, well, I'm going to answer this, but it's going to take a minute because we've got to go around a few different things. So first of all, it's important to understand that humans are social creatures. We want to need and desire other humans around us. And it's very exceptionally rare for a human to escape our social nature. Now, you've heard stories of, you know, maybe men who left civilization to go out into the wilderness and basically live and die by themselves. You know, those stories exist, but they're outliers. They're not the normal. That's not what usually happens, and for good reason. The thing is, is that humans need each other, and they want a social environment to, you know, grow in, adapt in, live in. That's how we have evolved to survive, and that's how we're programmed even in this modern day and age. And in some ways, <clears throat> that's facilitated by technology, and in some ways technology holds it back a little bit, and that's a different struggle. But it is important. So one thing that's really important to understand is that in, in, a, in a pair bond relationship or a sexual relationship or, you know, an intimate relationship, <clears throat> it's still a social construct. It's still a social togetherness. And it's still, you know, a, an activity where you are existing in social tandem with others. It's just further along on the intimacy scale. See, every relationship we have can be ranked on an intimacy scale. You know, um, how intimate are you with the cashier when you walk through and you smile and you give them your money and you purchase your items? Well, that's like a one. You know, you're not really intimate at all. You don't even know each other's names. You're just communicating and making contact while passing by, conducting the affairs of your life. So that's like a one. Whereas someone you've been married to for 40 years who you have 
a great deal of knowledge and experience with who you've experienced a lot of life with and you know pretty much everything about them and you know you're sexually engaged with each other and you're intimate and you cuddle and you tell each other your darkest secrets well that's more like a 10 on the intimacy scale right and so we have <clears throat> different levels of this all all along the human spectrum of of contact and and relationship so the question isn't necessarily whether or not humans can be happy without a significant other the question is how important is intimacy to the greater concept of human socialization and my answer to that would be that it's very important I think it's incredibly important that as humans we experience greater degrees of intimacy. The thing about intimacy is that it has all kinds of positive effects on the human body, on the human mind, as long as it is conducted with you know a certain amount of wisdom and with a certain amount of forethought. You have to make sure that you're becoming intimate with people who are going to be a complement to your life, not a drain on your life. And so we see that a lot of people chase intimacy for intimacy's sake uh, without weighing the pros and cons of that particular relationship. A lot of people get into relationships that maybe aren't good for them in their search to be more intimate. There's a reason we want to be more intimate. It's because it feels really good and it is really good. It's really good for us. And while you can probably be happy in life with a wide range of, you know, lesser intimate relationships, I think it's safe to say that our fulfillment and our happiness and our our level of pleasure with our with our social relationships increases with the levels of intimacy we're able to experience in those relationships <clears throat> now i say all of that to say that i believe there's a strong case to be made for the fact that humans thrive when they have the opportunity and means to successfully become a vital part of intimate relationships, like very intimate relationships. So sexual relationships, dating relationships, you know, maybe even marriages, that sort of thing. And so a lot of people also try to separate sex from intimacy. And you can do that, you know, to a point, because you don't necessarily have to be intimate with someone to have sex with them, just like you don't necessarily have to know someone really well to play a game of basketball with them. Like you don't have to only be on a basketball team with people you've practiced with. You could show up at the local gym and pair up with some people you've never met before and play some basketball. You can do the same thing with sex, but it, for a lot of people, sex is funner and more rewarding when you're doing it with someone who you have a great deal of intimacy with. Just like there could be it could be said that there's a case to be made for playing the game of basketball is a lot more fun when you have a cohesive team who practices together and works together 
and plays well together. The reason for that is because that gives you a much better shot at victory, at scoring a win. Whereas when it comes to sex, being more intimate with someone and then engaging in sex with that person because of the level of intimacy or as an extension of that level of intimacy or maybe in tandem with it, what you have is a greater capacity, greater, well, capacity is maybe the wrong word, but you have a greater chance that what you're going to experience is going to be not only the pleasure of sex, but maybe even more importantly, the pleasure of a high level of intimacy with another human. And in my way of thinking, it's important to think about sex at least in a broader sense as a natural extension of a certain type of intimacy, certain level of intimacy combined with a certain amount of sexual attraction. So to get back to the original question, can you be happy without a significant other? Well, yes, you can, but I don't necessarily think that you need to try to be because we all have the potential for intimate relationships in our lives. And even if we're having dating problems, we can learn how to get better. You can learn to level up your attraction and you can learn to, you know, level up your dating skills. There's also something to be said for the fact that at least some fulfillment and happiness in your life should come from chasing your purpose and trying to solve a greater problem in life, right? Especially for men, this is something that's needed. Men need to be chasing excellence. They need to be chasing a greater sense of purpose. And I would, I would argue that women should do the exact same thing. Women should be chasing a greater sense of purpose in their life. And to a degree, it could be said that you chase your purpose and you learn to be okay by yourself. You learn to be independent because that's how you create the destiny you want for yourself. And that's true. But that doesn't have to come at the expense of your intimate relationships either. I completely believe that we can pursue our purpose in life, make our purpose in life the goal, while also completely enjoying the benefits that come from a diverse social climate where we have, you know, friends and family and loved ones and lovers who we are intimate with in, you know, varying levels. And it's one of the great joys of life to be intimate with a partner, to, you know, to have sex, to experience attraction, to be highly desired and to highly desire someone else to enjoy the thrill of, you know, not quite knowing if it's going to work out and then having it work, you know, going in to ask for the number, going in to ask for the hookup, you know, going in to ask if they want to go out with you, having them say yes, it's a thrill. And there's a certain level of vulnerability and intimacy that goes along with it that gives it its magic. Like that's what makes it feel good and that's what makes it fun. And that's what makes us want it, really. It's that... It's that connectedness when you look into the eyes of another person and you, know, you feel that sense of connectedness together and that sense of intimacy and that sense of longing and desire. That's, that's a really, really powerfully positive thing that we should all be pursuing and we should be pursuing it. I 
believe that every person in this world should be trying to pursue healthy levels of intimacy. And I believe that we can all achieve a place where we have, you know, at least one significant other, maybe more. I've had one and I've had many at different times in my life. And, you know, they come with their own upsides and downsides, but really it's all, it's all about having that intimacy in a positive and healthy way so that it's a compliment to your life and not a, you know, a drain on it. And it's not causing more compl complications than, you know, it's worth. At the end of the day, here's my parting thoughts. Continue to pursue intimacy. Continue to pursue social relationships in a healthy and positive way. Also continue to pursue your purpose. Don't neglect either of those things because both are needed really you're going to have a happy fulfilling life for most people like it's very rare that you're going to have a happy life without pursuing both of those things in tandem and then of course it's also important to understand that pursuing relationships intimate relationships shouldn't be the goal or focus of your life. When you start to make it goal-oriented is when you start to run into trouble. You just have to level yourself up and organically expand your social circles, and that's going to lead to a great deal of success as you embrace the alpha mindset and you strive to level up mind, body, spirit on a daily basis. All right, that's all I got for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, go with grace. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasagathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.